Hello and welcome to a special episode of For the Love of Beer podcast. I am Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend Mark Hardy Johnson. Good evening, or should I say, hi everybody. Hi, Dr. Mark. So it's a special episode and it's something we've been meaning to get around to for a while um, because it's 30 years, um, well, actually, no, a little over 30 years now since The Simpsons first aired. And we've been sitting on a couple of cans of Duff beer. For a fair while, and we're looking to an ex- for an excuse to record a pod. So here we are. Um, from the, well, we'll call it the bunker at the moment. Mark's garden shed, currently, um, well, probably doubling as like a fallout shelter. The way things are going, yeah, yeah. we're in. We're, we're recording in the midst of um, a national panic. Uh, worldwide panic, really. International, um, international, global mm. meltdown. Yeah. So um, I just thought, why not just do a pod? Something to kind of tide our um, four fans over till Series 2 comes yeah, out. Yeah, and hopefully we're going to get more listeners out of this. So if there's a positive to be had from coronavirus, our listener figures are going to go up hey, all being well. People isolate at home, time on their hands. Exactly. Listen to a podcast. Give it the Hey Google. Here we go. Exactly. Mm. Not that we should really be profiting from this sort of thing. but Well, you've got to take the positives. You, know, you have to stay for us. Yeah. have to stay positive. So... Um, without further ado, we're going to crack on. So we've got two cans of Duff, um, half a litre, yeah, half a litre each. Mm. It's a 4.9% um, Hell-style lager. Interestingly, about the can, yeah. um, you may notice that it's it's not in what Homer would recognise as no, Duff branding. It's not. It's an EU version. Yeah. Um, it's brewed on the licence by a company um, in the UK, Daleside Brewery. Um Mark in Harrogate, it's marketed as the legendary Duff beer. Yes. Um, so you, the logo is sort of familiar without being identical. Yeah. And the font that they use around the elements of the can is yeah. the Simpsons font. It is. Yeah. Without absolutely being nailed on the actual branding itself, so it's kind of slightly off. What are you expecting from this beer tonight? Well, I've actually had this. Well, I've had Duff beer once before. Right. But it was in Florida at Universal Studios in a recreation of Most Tavern. I would like to have done a, a podcast from there. I know. It was about six years ago. Mm. So um, so I have, I've, I've had it there, but I have no idea if this will be made to the same type or not. It was a lager and it was, it was quite nice. Yeah. Um, pretty standard sort of American lager, I would have said. I mean, it could have been, for all I know, it could have been... Miller, but rebadged. I mean, to be fair, over here, you're probably not going to buy it for its taste, are you? You're going to buy it because it's tough and you want to give it a go. If the taste's good, it's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um, so I'm not expecting the world with this. No, it's just one of those. We'll, 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 we'll just drink it, give our thoughts on it, and just have a bit of Simpsons chat, I think, for a bit, for the listener. Yeah. Um, now, I have got a, a Duff jug to be drinking from, so I'm going to partake with a, a jug tonight. I have I have a Duff um, beer glass as well at home, but I didn't bring it with me. No. So I'll just drink, prepare. I'll, I'll just drink. Yeah, prepare to fail. Yeah. I'll just drink from the can itself. So yeah, four point nine percent. It's nice and chill. It's been in your work fridge all it's day. It's been in my fridge at work yes. all day. Let's give it a go. It's still at work as it stands. So yeah, it's a Hell's beer. As is our favourite beers. Yeah, it's one of our one of our favourite styles. Yeah, it's got a nice colour to it. It does. Nice, nice stuff. Apologies if you've got any background noise. That's just a, a bit of wind against the uh, yeah against the shed. Mm. Okay, thirst thoughts. 
Oh, it's quite sour. Bit of a sour taste at the end of it. Pleasant enough though. It's all right, isn't it? It's not too bad. It's not. Um, it's not drastic, is it? It's, it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna rave or shout from the rooftops. However, I'm just gonna do a bit of pouring into a glass. However, um, yeah, it's not too bad. Right. Firstly, who could you see apart from the obvious drinking this beer? As in a real life person? Yes. Trying to think who's the sort of human equivalent of Homer Simpson. I've got one for you. Well, go on. Johnny Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he would. He's a bit of an Well, he seems a bit of an animal. Actually, I think he's actually quite an intelligent guy. He's way smarter than he lets... Well, yeah, his old Johnny Vegas persona, he was a lot smarter than he let on. Definitely, yeah. He's a clever guy. Yeah. Um, I've met him. Another one. He's from St. Helens, isn't he? He is from St. Helens, yeah. Um, right, so... Moe's Tavern on The Simpsons is a very close recreation of a tavern that was a block from the University of Oregon when Matt Groening, was it Groening? Greening? Matt Groening. Groening, yeah. Groening was there and it was called Duffy's. Okay. Right, so um, there's many different reasons to where the name for Duff Beer has come from, but my assumption would be that it's come from there. Okay. Um, and it even had green, uh, sorry, red and green diamond pane windows inside. Right. Which matches most tavern. Um and the beer of choice there was called Blitz Vinehard, aka Blitz. Um so a bit of history behind Moe's Tavern for you. Um but yeah, there's various theories as to where the name comes from. Um What where Duff comes from? Yeah, the name for it. As to how it was created. Um but that would be my assumption is that that was his University bar and it was called Duffy, so pretty obvious, really, isn't it? Fair enough. So yeah, um, so Duff is Homer Simpson's beer of choice. Yeah, as well as um, the it, rest of his mates. Yeah, it's a parody of stereotypical mass market American lagers. It's cheap, poor quality, and heavily marketed. Um, and the beer slogan is "Can't get enough of that wonderful Duff." Can't get enough. Oh, there are others. Wonderful Duff. Um, various others. I'm, I'm just sort of reading down here. Uh, their spokesperson is Duffman. Duffman! Yes. Um, a parody of Budweiser's 70s era mascot called Budman. Um, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, I was about to say, it's a shame that we don't have, you know, a real-life sort of Duffman for some of the sort of generic beers that you get. It'd be great, wouldn't it? It would be. Like, brewery and... Well, advertising in general's moved on now, and it? It's all... You know, like the Coke, Diet Coke advert... With the guy, you know, stripping his shirt off and that. You yeah. don't get stuff like that anymore, do you? You don't. There's um, a lack of sex in adverts. The Diet Coke Man. I don't think the Diet Coke Man went away that long ago, though. And I, I bet he would make a comeback. I think it's still on, isn't it? I'm not so sure. I think that's the only one that's that sort of springs to mind. That's I'm sure it's still on. Yeah, just not in its classic form, mm. where it's like when well, an office looks out the window and a fella's like mowing the lawn. Did you know that there's an episode? Now I it, I can't actually remember it, but according to this, there's an episode where they go on a Duff Brewery tour. Yes, called the episode's called Duffless. It's um, well, I remember one that's like um, uh, it's like a, a, a spin on like uh, Westworld, which um, where they basically it's like a Duff theme park. That really oh no, is that Itchy and Scratchy Land? Am I thinking of? No, sorry. There is an Itchy and Scratchy Land. I'm thinking it? of yeah. Itchy and Scratchy Land, but I'm thinking of something with Duff where there was a thing that was like a 
you know, like it's a small world or something. And I was like, mm. duff beer for me, duff beer for you. <laughs> I'll have a duff. You have one too, and it all kind of goes wrong. Um, but maybe I'm confusing that with the Itchy and Scratchy Land one. Well, apparently they go on a brewery tour and they have uh, Duff, Duff Light, and Duff Dry are all the same beer, but Homer and Barney apparently remain oblivious to the facts. And they go in a tasting room, which has got Duff Dark beer and Duff Gummy Bears candy. I like that. Mm. Also contains several varieties that Barney stated they've not tried yet, including Raspberry Duff, Lady Duff, and Tartar Control Duff. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. Um, Have you got a favourite episode? I I was thinking about this earlier. And I'm thinking, I always think of... My my Simpsons watching goes from about, from the start, to about series... 10 or 11. Right. What that's, sort of that's my that? That's my window. So up until early, I would say probably up until the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, I watched The Simpsons religiously. I watched repeat and off path repeat. Pretty much over and over. Me, that, yeah. And then after that point, I drifted away from it a little bit. And then I kind of never went back to it. Mm. And, oh, excuse me, it's gassy. Um, <laughs> this stuff beer is gassy. Um, yeah, I just let out a Barney style book. I could have done, yeah, yeah. I should have I done. Um, <laughs> the actual, yeah, for me, that's classic era of Simpsons. And, and for what, from what, pe- what, what, you know, your experts would tell you was that there was a a moment where it shifted, where it changed. The particular episode where after that they say like when when a, there's a there was a uh, you remember the program Happy Days? Yeah, there was a saying that's come out of the show Happy Days where it went on for ages, and there was an episode basically where Fonz. Had to water ski like over a shark, right? Or low sharks, yep. that. So the uh, so that's where the phrase "jump the shark" comes from. Yeah. Um, so that's where uh, where a program has gone too far, or has kind of reached the point where yep. it's. So, the, the the big Simpsons sort of jump the shark moment is when you realise that um, Seymour Skinner isn't isn't really him, right? He's actually um, someone else that basically switched switch places. In the Vietnam War, which was a bizarre episode, and obviously became canon, so didn't get that that from that point on that character was forever changed. And then the, the series would just slightly yeah. skewed off. And then they point. killed off. Um, is it Maud? Flanders is missus. Is it Maud? Yeah, they killed her often. Yeah. Um, then they revealed eventually that Smithers was gay. Well, that wasn't a big shock. Well, no, but it was nice to have the. I think the um, joke was it was kind of he was closeted, yeah, gay, and he was it was obviously homosexual, but it was the gag was was that it was kind of he was never really, it was the more the humour of his infatuation with Mr Burns, yeah, and that kind of that kind of thing. It was fine as it was, um, yeah. Well, it, you, I don't feel that the Simpsons needed an icon. The problem it has is is that you're taking a family and a set of characters that don't age, yeah. <laughs> so you've had 30 years worth of stories about characters that generally don't age. So there's very little you can do with them or develop them. or Because I think we've talked about this before, about, I think, like Apu and the whole stuff about that, where, yeah. like, he's... Um, they're, they're, they're painting in broad strokes. They're kind of stereotypical characters because that makes them easy to kind of fit them into stories and create jokes for and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's maybe the problem that it has, maybe why it doesn't feel fresh anymore. mm 
I've just realised after all that I haven't actually answered the question. Favourite episode? Um, I'll just go for the um, the one where Homer goes to Clown College. Clown College one, yes. Because there's a bit, one of my favourite bits is the bit towards the end where it's him and Krusty and I think they're in Moe's Tavern and, you know, Fat Tony, Fat Tony the gangster? Yeah, yeah. But then Fat Tony, give me the money. <laughs> um... They have to perform this trick that involves riding on a little bicycle. Do a little bike, yeah. Yeah, a little bike. And it's the whole trick thing they have to do, and at the end it's like, you know, swallow the bike and then make it ring. And they do that, and that that's one of my favourite. Doesn't he ring from his mouth? Yeah, he swallows the bike and then it rings while it's in his mouth. I can vaguely remember that now. Yeah. yeah. Now he brought it That's one it. of my absolute favourites. Um, there's loads, there's just shitloads. Right there is, on. yeah, all from that era. Mm. Um... My favourite episode, and it's the first one that will spring to mind through all of it, is the Mr. Plough episode. Oh, yes. All-time classic for me, that one. Yes. Um, I know it's... Is it Christmas-related? I don't know if it was a Christmas special. I can't remember. No, it, I'm not sure it was. It was just more of like a winter one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. That's His name Plow. again is Mr. Plough. Mr. Plough. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Plough. Brilliant. Favourite episode of all that's time. That's a great one. I could watch that over and over again. I never get bored of it. That's a great one. The, um, another really good one is the monorail one. Do you remember that? Yes. Where the fella turns up and there does a little whole monorail song. Absolutely love that episode. That's a brilliant um, one. I came across that one. I was doing my research this morning, actually. I did come across that one. Um, monorail. I can't remember. Monorail. <laughs> I that's... can't remember the full song, but yeah, it's classic. That one's that one's immense. And one of my other absolute favourite ones is the, um, the Hank Scorpio one. Where Homer gets the job with the... Um, he leaves the nuclear power plant for this job and then the guy turns out, his boss turns out to be like a Bond villain called Hank Scorpio. I can't remember that one. And it's like they, they, they put the, he puts his family and stuff, he puts like Homer and all his family in this glorious like beautiful house. They have all these like roaming woodlands and stuff to do and all this, it's perfect idyllic lifestyle and Homer's basically, the work he's doing is, is basically for, for this Bond villain whatever he's trying to take over the world. He's got this like underground Lair and everything, but he's just really like really nice. He was apparently based on Richard Branson. Really, the character was based on Richard <laughs> Branson. Very sort of um, uh, amiable-looking, kind of like you know, friendly, friendly guy who actually has a, a sinister core. He'd steal all your money, yeah, and soothe your uh, your NHS. But anyway, correct. Uh, right, Simpsons moments. Yeah, no, I've got a couple of real crackers. Go on. Um, well, the obvious big one that sort of comes to mind was who shot Mr. Burns. That was that was a huge. That was sort of after the area area that I mainly watched it, but I did watch that. Do you think because for me that was, at the time that was absolutely massive? Yeah. Do you think EastEnders stole that idea for who shot Phil Mitchell? I think they probably did because yeah. it only followed on like a few years later. It felt like, but Simpsons it was who shot. Um, I presume it was from who shot Jr. Wasn't it? Is where the Simpsons had the idea from. Yeah. Um, but then the EastEnders did it not too long after yeah um, it, I think it was over two episodes if I remember right wasn't it it was um, do we tell do we tell the viewers who did it yeah they're going to know it was Maggie it was Maggie it was Maggie but there was um, there, there was quite a few characters framed for it wasn't there I remember there being a whole it was like a, a part one um, which was like the setup where Mr Burns gets shot and there was a special episode that was all about Going through the different suspects, yeah, 
So it wasn't a proper episode. It was like a special thing where they went through all the different suspects and who, who it could be before they then showed you the second part of who actually did it. Brilliant. I remember it? it went back when it was on like it was on like Sky One. It was this huge, huge thing. Um, fantastic. Absolutely yeah. love that. So yeah. yeah, sorry to ruin it, but it was Maggie. Um, now I can't remember much of the rest of the episode, but there's one specific moment in The Simpsons that I can picture happening was when Homer was sent into space. <laughs> I know what you're thinking of. And yeah. there was crisps sort of floating in the he air. He takes a bag it? of crisps with him. Yes, that was it. And he opened them and they went all floating through the air. Yeah. Um, and it was do, 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 do. And he was floating round, just circling, wasn't he? Yeah. Round the um, the spaceship. That was brilliant. Launching them up. I and think that was probably my all-time first thing I can remember. Yeah. About uh, the Simpsons. I love that bit. And doesn't it, isn't that episode, he he, um, he accidentally, they have an ant farm, and doesn't he, like, break it? Or is that yes, after he, that? Does it, is it the thing where he, he has the last crisp and he sort of spirals? As he knock into the And ant I think farm. he crashes into an ant farm. He does, yeah. And then all these ants come out, and then they're doing, and it's like Kent Brockman. And because it's like they have the camera on the, on the spaceship and the ants up close, it's like they've been taken over by giant ants. <laughs> so Kent Brockman's like, there's a thing saying, like, hail ants, and he's like, welcome to our new, like, ant overworld. Live, live. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, all time, probably favourite moment that is for me. Um, another one. Yeah. That I loved. Yeah. And I've been thinking about whether I, I should do this. What was when... Um, Sideshow Bob and his tattoo with D Bart D. Die Bart Die. Yeah. D Bart Yes. Yeah, I've been wondering whether to have it myself. And um, obviously, that has the. the well, I was going to say, one of my fa- absolute favourites is where. Because it's all done like Cape Fear, isn't it? Yeah. And he gets. There's a bit in Cape Fear where Robert De Niro is like um, underneath the car and he comes out um, and emerges and they do that with Sideshow Bob they sit, there's a load of rakes around him and he's just stepping on rake after rake after rake whacking into and his face and, like, and he goes yeah, <laughs> yeah. just over and over and it goes on for so long and it's, it's, it's funnier and funnier than what he does it but that was as we were saying that's prime Simpsons era that was right in that sweet spot it I think was, everything yeah. we're talking about is probably within that first like late 10 night, years. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, right, which brings me to favourite characters of The Simpsons. Mm. First one. Can for I mention me. one more moment? Go on. The one where Bart does wants to do the um, the Daredevil Bart one, where he wants to jump over that canyon, Springfield Canyon, where yeah. he is, and then Homer ends up doing it instead in an episode, and he thinks he's going to make it, and obviously he doesn't. <laughs> and then basically just falls all the way down, and it's like the, ah, 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 all the way down, all the way down, all the way down. And then it cuts to the um, um, him being like helicoptered out, yeah. And the helicoptered out, and he's getting slammed. Doesn't he whack rocks, against it again? Against yeah. the rocks over and over and over, and they load him basically then into the ambulance. The ambulance drives off, crashes into a tree, <laughs> and then the doors open. And he rolls out on an hospital <laughs> bed and goes break back down the canyon again. <laughs> and like crashing. I just, uh, just love it, love it so much. There's some brilliant moments, but, but just like they don't really do moments like that anymore, do they? Or they run well, out I of ideas. I don't. I mean, I don't really watch it. Anymore. I, I watched a new one not too long ago, and it was like it, it wasn't terrible, but you just you don't. It doesn't capture you in the same way that no. it did. It's very much of its time. And there's other things now, obviously. You know, a lot of people are into Family Guy. I can take it or leave it. You know, South Park and other stuff. And 
there's I think I, I, I think it I'm not sure if it's I mean it must still have a place because obviously they're still making it so there's still an audience out there for it but um, I kind of feel like I left it behind a, a while ago yeah sorry you're going to go back to you're going to say characters right some of your favourite characters uh, will you do as like a top five yeah if you want right okay no particular order or do you want to go first um, no feel free help yourself right so no particular order um, Lionel Hutz the attorney Lionel yes. Hutz attorney at law I was throwing it right out he's, there Lionel he's one I like a lot he's he's generally really funny I like the thing where I'm he's just trying to think of the impression of him but I, all I can think of is hi I'm Troy McClure no it's the voice of the same guy it is, um, isn't it? You was going to be one of my favourites. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You yeah. remember me from such. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lionel Hutz is a one where he like he he's he's obviously a shit lawyer, and <laughs> he has to baby. I think he's babysitting Bart and Lisa or something, and he's watching like L.A. Law. And he's yeah. like and he's like shit talking it by saying, "Oh, that guy's not even wearing a belt," and then he's and he's actually like taking notes and stuff on yeah on it. Um, Lionel Hutz. Lionel Hutz, great shout out. Yeah, go and give him one of yours. Um, I'm going a bit more mainstream. Um, so first, I'm going to say Krusty. Love Krusty. Yeah, brilliant. He's he's not a main character, is he? But he's a semi sort of main character. Yeah. Um, love Krusty the clown. Um, but ironically, I hate clowns. Okay. But he's not a proper clown, is he? He's not a real clown. He's just Homer, basically, just redrawn, just with white on him. Yeah. Yeah, and funny hair. Just look like Homer, but with the with the funny hair. Yeah. Um, give me another one. Um, Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> Ralph. I love Ralph Wiggum um, <laughs> dearly. He's a little dude, Ralph, isn't he? Um, with his the, pencil stuck up his nose. I yeah, think, picture. And the whole thing where he's where he's um, he's wearing his trousers on his arms. He's going, I trust myself. Um, <laughs> that's great. When he has the Valentine's Day one with Lisa. Yeah. And then um, uh, there's the big thing where she basically um, he, he falls in love with her, and then she tells him that she doesn't like him or whatever. Yeah, and he like it's something on TV for some reason. For some reason, it's like filmed, and Bart's like pausing. You can see the moment where his heart breaks when she tells him. <laughs> yeah, love love Ralph with him. Honorable mention mm. for now. I've already alluded to this, but um, Doctor Nick. Yeah. Hi everybody. Hi everybody. Love Doctor Nick. Yep, and and another honorable mention with him for Doctor Hibbert. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Hibbert. Great pairing. Um, <laughs> Rainier Wolfcastle, who's basically the Simpsons version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Who's radioactive man in the film? He's the guy with a massive long and uh, like Bane. So he's the guy that yeah. So he's That's the it. actor that plays McBain. Yeah. Um, and he's also ends up getting the role of Radioactive Man. Is he the one that sounds a bit German, McBain? He's based on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, I'm with it now. So the the the, the Radioactive Man one's really good for the film because Millhouse gets to be Fallout Boy, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really good. And uh, oh, did you know a bit of trivia? So um, a lot of the Simpsons ones have like these short little McBain clips yeah. in them. Apparently, they all string together and make an actual cohesive narrative. Really? Actual, yeah. A lot of them, they, they actually they do form an actual overarching story. I wonder story. if anyone's put them together. I bet it must someone, be, must have. someone must have done it on YouTube, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'll that's, If that. that's true or not. Apparently, yeah, they do They do all connect and fit together. Really? Um, oh, brilliant. Yeah. I'll so that'll be interesting, that. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, 
groundskeeper Willie. Oh yes, with the, his old um, with the big hairy chest and like the muscles and another stereotype. Yeah, you know. What's the episode where he's like he greases up? To oh, down greases! A... Oh, what's he say? Grease us up, woman. That's it. And yeah. he has, he's going for like these vents <laughs> and stuff for some reason. Something in the school, isn't it? He lives in a shed, doesn't he? At the school, if I remember right. Or on that episode, he did. Anyway, yeah. I forgot about that episode. Yeah. That would have been in my top few, well, top five at least. Um, grease me up, grease me up, woman. Um, I do. Going back to Troy McClure, I like I like Troy McClure a lot. Yeah, he's a really good one. Um, oh yeah, I'm trying to think of some other ones now that that, 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 that those, those are think are my yeah. main ones. Um, I love a poo, as we've mentioned previously. Yeah, I like a poo. I love a poo. Um, Here comes the quickie mart. I, I do. Oh, there's another episode when they go to the quickie mart head office at yeah. the top of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Because he gets doesn't Homer get him sacked because he Homer looked after the shop. The quickie mark. Oh, and fucks up, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Um, I think it's loads of stock got stolen or something. And then a poo does got he in work trouble. night shifts he? there? Yes, and he, he falls did. asleep Paying on the job. his pony. That's it, and he falls asleep on the job. That was it. Yeah. Um, and then a poo got in trouble, so he had to go and um, go to the head office. Barney Gumble. Barney. Another yeah, I can't Barney. do a decent burp as good as this. The bit, the, the, one of the, my favourite bits as well is there's a thing where Barney wins a... Um, uh, a year supply of guff or whatever it is and he goes uh, just look to my friends and he does <laughs> things like that I love that that's oh, fucking funny um, two more Burnsy I love Burnsy Mr Burns yeah love yeah. Mr Burns yeah. and then I'd say my favourite one has got to be Sideshow Bob favourite character um, I love Sideshow Bob Sideshow Bob's great <laughs> yeah um, so yeah, that they are my. I'll say five. I'll probably name several there. But anyway, yeah, favorite yeah. characters. There's there's, lo- there's loads of them. They're, that's what they did a good job. And I know I know it gets because things like case like Apu, it gets criticism. Yeah. But you have to understand. We understand when they when they made it. The idea was you had to create. You know, we need someone. We need a character. Um, and they paint them in broad strokes to kind of make them it's quickly all about relatable. So so you could yeah. see that. So like Chief Wiggum. You can see that character and straight away know he's a fat policeman who eats donuts. Yeah. Comic book guy, you know, is Professor Frink. Um, you know, people like that. The idea is they're kind of, to be honest, even Nick Riviera, <laughs> sort of shady Mexican doctor, is a little bit, is a little bit, you know. The program's full of it, isn't it? It's not It's not particularly PC. No. Um, um, <laughs> oh, Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. Can't forget Nelson. Love Nelson. Nelson months. Um, so the beer. What are the your beer, thoughts on it? It's fine. You know what I mean? It's uh, you know what I'd say? it's fine. It's it's not one of those that it's it's unpleasant to drink. I mean, I don't really want another one though. Um, I mean, if I wasn't driving, I'd have another one. Well, yeah. But uh, I I don't mind it. For me, it'd be like a six out of ten beer. Um, it's got a bit of a Foster's sort of. Air to it for me, you know, sort of that. cheap and easily marketed. It is, you know. it is a bit, a bit like Duff itself, or it's positioned to be. It is kind of cheap and cheerful, yeah, pretty basic, but not unpleasant. It's just kind of it is what it is. I wouldn't say it tastes, considering its percentage is what four point nine. Yeah, it tastes weaker than that. Do you reckon? 
tastes watered down. Mm. Yeah, for whatever reason. I think reason. that's what I mean by it being a Foster's Carlsberg yeah, kind of thing. But, but it does pack a bigger punch than they do. It's very gassy, though. It's really gassy. Yeah. Um, so definitely not, not vintage in terms of what the kind of stuff that we now become accustomed to drinking. Mm, indeed. But not bad. In fact, I'll try it. Ah, <coughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> There's some way to go to get a yeah, Barney Gumble type burp. I couldn't do a Barney Gumble burp if I tried. <laughs> Simpson Special, Springfield. I think we're done, aren't we? Yeah. Can you name the um, rival town across the road from it? Shelbyville. Yeah. With the lemon tree. Do they have a beer in Shelbyville? Do they drink dark? I don't know if they do, mate. I wonder if know. there was a thing at some point where they had like a... A beer that's well, like... They could have done. My favourite characters, no, I, I can't believe I didn't mention Duffman himself, because he is one of my... Yeah. One of my favourites. Yeah. But anyway. So, Simpsons. Um, 30 years. can't believe that's been 30 years. It makes me feel old. It's just like Coronation Street in Extenders, though, isn't it? Yeah. I think I'm going to revisit, because um, Disney Plus... It's all on Disney Plus now, because Disney bought Fox. Yeah. And uh, it's all going to Disney Plus, so we've we've um, we've both got that, haven't we? Mm. So when that starts streaming, I think I'll go and revisit some of those classic episodes. I think, and yeah. maybe dabble, dig into a few new ones and see if it some of it you know is worth mm. worth yeah. watching. Other than that, I think we'll I think we'll wrap the episode up there. I think. Yeah. Um, what were you giving the beer out of ten? By the way, for me, probably a five. A five? Yeah. I'd say five and a half. Yeah, we'll just stick with a five. It's down the middle, isn't it? Yeah, straight down the middle. It's not great. It's not bad. Yeah, I do. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, right, so that's been a, a, a little bonus episode. Um, we are currently working on a second series. Yeah, series two coming very soon, so which make will, sure you subscribe. Which will be out yeah. um, at some point in the near future. Obviously, things going on around at the moment um, may delay things a little bit, but we've got enough beer stocked up at the moment to crack yeah. on with a few well, more recordings. Well, maybe it will help us out with recording. Maybe. Yeah. Um, some spare time in isolation and get some pods done exactly um, and um, we might do a couple more sort of bonus little bits and pieces between now and the second series I think just to kind of give you something to listen to I suppose yeah and um, yeah thanks again for listening and uh, stay safe at FTLOB pod by the way oh yeah socials Facebook Twitter and Instagram at FTLOB pod pod yes and Sorry. also um, email us at for the love of beer pod at gmail.com got it right got it right this time yep um, with um, just general stuff fancy chat or, or tell us we're shit tell us we're good yeah in fact when tell us we're good tell us on um, on Apple yeah podcast review yeah. us on there push us all the ratings yeah because that shit's golden yes right okay uh, thanks so much for listening and we'll be back soon we hope <laughs> all I want to do is drink beer for